This podcast is a member of WGPRN, wildgamesproductions.com. You burst through the door, you find a small room filled with golden jewels and a red dragon. He starts to breathe. Save or die! Welcome to the Save or Die podcast. A podcast about classic Dungeons and Dragons. If it's in a box, we'll talk about it. Welcome back, and this is the new year, 2011. The new Save or Die podcast season starts adventure number 20. Starting off the year with two refreshing voices... Along with me, DM Glenn. Are you feeling it, Vince? Are you feeling it in show mode? Are you there? Are I don't you know. Ready to go? Getting back into the ready, show it's mode. The new year. Let's re- ready to go. Yeah. I don't know. I just we had so many weeks off, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm all tired too. <laughs> and then we have good old DM Crispy with us tonight. You're listening to WSOD, the Savor Die Podcast, right here on the internet. Almost you said WSOB. I was like, Wait <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, what uh, have you guys been playing at all while we were off, or what? Uh, a little bit. I got to do something a couple of days ago. Well, tell we'll me talk about, about that in the cauldron. Oh, excuse when me. Kick, <laughs> when we kick Glenn down the stairs, Glenn, turn turn over this time. Okay, go ahead. Back, back, <laughs> all right. So, in the cauldron room. So, t- tell us, Crispy, what have you been doing? I got to run a uh, Holmes game for some friends on Skype uh, about three days ago. So it was the first game that I've DM'd in a kind of a long time. So did you uh, um, did you, you play this outside of your house because you were locked out of your house? or No, no, no. It was after I was let in. Okay. And now I, I found my keys. So hopefully. <laughs> now, it was actually, it was on my day off. So I didn't even have to leave. Oh. Yeah. But uh, it was the first basic game that I've got to run in a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And the first, uh, like, game that I've run in a while. Yeah, and what was the the premise and everything? Um, the premise was I actually rolled this up on a chart. Uh, I used I used the three point five DMG giant chart of like a hundred adventure hooks. So I think it was uh, a cult has ransacked a village and is terrorizing to resurrect their uh, dark god. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So I started them off as level two and. They're like they went to a village and it was all in ruins because the the uh, the uh, cult had had teamed up with the bandits and the goblins and they were like terrorizing the townspeople and kidnapping people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a short two-level dungeon, like three rooms to each level, about five encounters. But it actually ended up running for about uh, about five hours. Wow. Oh, that is. Long time. Yeah. The only thing, like, I love the guys. They're great. But a lot of them were new to playing D&D. They were very jokey. Oh, that's good. They missed a lot of stuff that I had just through, like, kind of not, I don't want to say negligence, but just through not really uh, investigating enough, they missed a lot of stuff. Like, I actually went and homebrewed in an Odeug. Right. Oh. Using the first edition stats and... Like I was gonna mention, hey, they have some giant beast with them, but they're they're like, oh well, we we know where we have to go. Let's just go kill everything. 
they were kind of like uh, the group from the gamers won. Oh. Kind of that dynamic. Mm. Is that how you pronounce it, ODU? That's how I've pronounced it. Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm sure someone will correct it. Probably. Yeah, I, I just look at it and go, oh, yeah, good, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could ask someone, like, if any of the, the old grade beards are listening and they want to call in. I think it's like well, five steps. In my level. day, we called it a puppy and we liked it. Yeah. I guess, like, Ot Yug. But I don't know. I'm not worried about it. It's <laughs> yeah. like how I pronounced, you know, Cthulhu or something, you know. Yeah. yeah. If Mike was here, he would know, but he's not, so. Probably. He's busy playing a game, having fun. So, so what have you been doing, Vince, or D&D? Uh, I've been doing quite nothing. In fact, I've been just enjoying my time off. Good. By the way, did you ever get that, uh, the uh, expert set that uh, you bought from the other guy? Yes, I did get that. Yes. Oh, you good, good. I got, it, yeah, now I have both uh, the Mulvey and the Cook in box with dice. Beautiful. And they're both glorious. Glorious. Awesome. Yes, yes, displayed on my shelf proudly. They will be they will be hermetically sealed and freeze dried and never touched. Yeah, that's it. Now they're not in that great a condition to do it to, so. Oh, okay, cool, cool. But they're in good enough condition they look nice. Good. Hmm. Good, good, good. Along with my top secret box that's right next oh, to it. Oh, you got that too, huh? You... Yes, I did. Yeah. You're just you're just all over the place. And what about you, G Man? What did you do? I didn't do any gaming, but I got some stuff. Oh, I tell got us. stuff. Tell us. I didn't, well, it's kind of Christmas presents, but first of all, Mike and Liz took pity on me and sent me the Rules Cyclopedia, which I'm <laughs> still geeking out over. I love that book. Boo. Uh, and I found out they were not the first owners. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this one belonged to Nelson Brown, and he put some really nice, uh, on the inside front cover, he put some really nice uh, Napoleon Dynamite-ish drawings on here. D and D rules and Dungeons and Dragons forever. Was there a liger on there? No, there's no liger in there. Oh, my favorite I, mystical I, I animal. Just, yeah, yeah, my favorite Plus, I got the creature catalog for five bucks, and for ten bucks, I got a first edition Star Wars the role playing game. And I just came from the store today and got Vince the advanced version of Marvel superheroes. Yay! Which I'll send out this week. Yes. So you. So that'll be your next Skype game, right? Um, no. Actually, my Skype game is still the Book of Sorrows right now, where I'm just waiting for the party to get together because everyone seems to bail out once in a while, so I need everybody together. My next mission is to find uh, gazetteers and some creature crucible stuff. Right. Uh, hopefully, like, the first one, Karamikios, and the one with the orcs, and the other one with all the, the mage mageocracy. Anyway, that's me. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So what do we got? What do we got? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm eager to play games, so I want to play. I want to yeah. play. Oh, I'm yeah. chomping at that. I mean, I got these show. Oh, and I got me a... I got somebody... I actually... <laughs> I feel so diabolical. I think I'm turning something, somebody into... Not turning somebody into it, but I'm turning them onto D&D, which I haven't done in a long time. Who's that? One of the guy, well, one of the, one of the guys in our my, the current show I'm doing, not the last one, the current one... He's playing some. One of his characters is like a high school geek, and I was looking desperately for Hol the Holmes rules because it takes place in 1976. He says, "Okay, this is what he'd be carrying around." And he starts looking through, it and he goes, "You know, my dad plays D and D." My first thought was, "Well, why aren't you?" <laughs> but uh, 
you know, I we talked about the different editions. I talked about the basic, and I said, I said my favorite's a real encyclopedia, and you know, they selling it. You know, starts at like forty bucks online because you know people are pricing it, people are finding out what good it is, and then like during the rehearsal at at the break, he goes, I got it. What the real encyclopedia? I said, what, you get the PDF off on his iPhone or something like this? No, no. I went to Amazon Marketplace and I bought it. How much? Forty bucks. Dude, you uh didn't even like check around, see if you could find a little cheaper. Hey. No, 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 I got it. Okay, fine, whatever. If you got the cash <laughs> and you want something, you buy it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I, I said if you look I told him about dark dungeons too. And I says that's a good supplement for it. Anyway, but anyway, I got him. On the road to D and D at like age what twenty four or something like that. Better late than never. That is true. That is true. I'm sure it was. If it was Vince in that show and not me, he'd be playing BX. <laughs> what? BX. You know, cook yeah, an expert. You no, know, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Anyway, let's uh, head up the stairs now. Let's kick Glenn up the stairs. Crispy. You can't kick somebody up the stairs. Oh yeah, Chris, hey, man, show him. You just you just keep kicking them in the butt until yeah. they they go. Let's head into the empty yacht. Nope. Sorry. What? Oh, nope. You're wrong. Look it up. I don't have to look it up. It's common knowledge. No. 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 So DM Fiat this week, uh, we have magic level in your campaign. High magic versus low magic, and uh, how much magic do you allow in your campaign? Crispy. Low. Low, low. How, what do you mean? How low is low? How low can you go? Um, there's actually, when I, was, when I got the show notes for this, I, I meant to look it up. There's an article, I think it's in Dragon 43. Right. I, I want to say that. Called uh, Gandalf was a fifth level magic user. I remember that, yes. Which, you know, uh, okay, actually Google's bringing it up. So, uh, that always kind of stuck with me. I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of, like, really high magic, like, like Eberron. I think I, I've expressed a couple times how I'm not really, not really big into, like, the high magic kind of stuff. I think it should be rare and special. Yeah. Like, uh. Not everybody like in should my be running games. Yeah, like, like not magic all... weapons are super yeah. rare. People should be running around with plus five weapons at third level and yeah, like I don't know. It, it takes out uh, it takes out magic being special and strange when you have an overabundance of it. But then on the other hand, if you do have like a huge amount of magic, it does kind of make for a kind of an interesting world. Makes yeah. It all depends on how you do it, like. Mm-hmm. You can do it in certain places that it works, in certain places it doesn't work, just so, you know, you can control it. Yeah. yeah. One thing I don't like about the the paradigm shift to older, uh, to newer editions from older editions is that, like, magic is a, a necessity. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's really, really implicitly kind of... Uh, it's just in the system that it, like, fourth level, they're going to have plus one weapons. Yeah, and then they're going to be fighting people with plus one weapons, and I'm like, "Well, why does this guy have a magic sword?" It's not, it's not very literature-y to me, which is I, I like to run more of a literature kind of thing. Huh. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. 
Yeah, I, I know what I know what the new the addition that should not be named. There was like a whole plot line of like, your character should this level should have this many magical items and this. they did that in third uh, three point five and third too. Well, they that's didn't where do, it started. It didn't do it so much in third though. At least I don't remember using it. It does. Oh, all right. When you uh, when you look at the DMG and you're looking for how to build characters and they're like, you know, like I I don't like wealth by level. Yeah. As well. But, you know, it's like, oh, well, here's this NPC who has, like, even if it's, like, a a bandit, if it's, like, a fifth-level bandit, they're going to have, like, 1,500 to, it's, like, 1,500 or 15,000, one of those. They're going to have a lot of gold, which means magic weapons. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what about you, Glenn, and your campaigns? Well, I don't know if I like low magic, but I like it to be kind of pervasive yeah. uh, in this uh, I think of magic as a commodity hmm. um, I'm not saying high but I want it to be like kind of like computers we have now I mean computers and huh. the internet is pervasive but not everybody has them really? but you can get access to them you know like you go to the library or borrow somebody's phone or something like that yeah believe it or not people still like, there are still people who don't have computers. Really? Weirdos. Yeah, yeah. Weirdos? Is that what you said, yeah. weirdos? I did say weirdos. And not everybody has a nice smartphone like I have here. So, you know. Um, so that's the way I like to do magic. And there's even people who... I think, even think there's people who could make money off of magic. And I'm not talking about your magic item store over here and stuff like that. I once tried to do a mage who wanted to make a business out of certain common spells, selling scrolls uh, that were copyrighted to him and potions and things like that and like the scrolls that's copyrighted down here that anybody can use. Mm. But you have to go to him to get them. <laughs> yeah, that actually reminds me of something I I, uh, I had a talk with, with someone. Uh, like you know, you have, like, the magic shop in, in a game, and it's like, oh, you can go here and buy your plus one swords and, like, your your boots and cloaks of the elven kind. But uh, I think, it, yeah, it was my roommate I was talking to. We are like, well, no, a magic shop wouldn't be like that. It would be like, here's an ungent that will get rid of warts, and here's, like, uh, here's a scroll where if you do that, you'll, you'll grow your hair back. Hmm, I, I yeah. think that gets forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was I was trying to put it put it kind of a kind of a little not a modern spin but more of a consumer spin on it because yeah. it's like he'll sell you a a, f- a scroll with fireballs and the you know it's like it's like scr- a, a fireball scroll by Microsoft that kind of thing <laughs> you know and he becomes kind of infamous uh, um, I don't know what the hell is I remember Skippy or something it's like oh yeah Skippy's magic yes I used that to clean my house yesterday really good stuff you know. <laughs> Yeah, Skippy's fireballs always work. You know that kind of thing. Whoa now. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. And, it, it's uh, like uh, Fred and George Weasley. Yeah, they have their their magical pranks. Hmm. That's true. And uh, I also tried to come up one time with uh, spell coins. Spell coins. Where, spell coins. Yeah, these certain coins that are minted that you could use as money, but the coins were able to to accept a certain amount of Dweamer. And you could pack, depending on the value of the coin, you could pack one spell in a copper or two spells in a, a 
silver, etc., etc., or a bigger spell take like an Electrum coin or something like that. Um, and what do you do? You throw the coins in the air and the spell comes out, or? Uh, yes, something like that. I didn't really. I, I never got to the point where I had to, you know, develop the whole thing because it was. I wrote something up, but everybody goes, "Nah, nah, nah, that's stupid. Go away." They're like, uh, they're like pokeballs. You throw them and say, "I choose you." And I thought of that, or throw them on the ground or something like that, and a cold river comes out of the ground and hits them in the chest. No, uh, <laughs> big Charmander comes out. Yeah, or something, or like uh, I have a coin of summoning. Here's a tiger. Boom! You know, throw the thing and I choose you. Yeah. Coin of summoning is just opening you up for Pokemon jokes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know. But this is like way before that. Uh, but, you know, it was an idea. Catch um, that, that's, a, that's how I like to fool around with magic in my game. You know, come up with some weird-ass shit like that. Word, yo. Yeah. Uh, mine, I, I kind of do mine like low-ish with special magic. I kind of like yeah. doing the Conan the Bar- Barbarian type stuff. When their magic is rare, but when you do get it, it's kind of really cool, and then sometimes it just doesn't work. Oh yeah, crispy. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, like uh, uh, when he like when he first meets uh, uh Thothamon, mm-hmm. and like Thothamon turns into like a giant snake. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that's I personally think that's how magic should be run, and I think one thing that's cool about players is that they have access to magic, which makes them special. Mm-hmm. So I kind of that's how I, I view it. What do you guys think about magic that is uh, like not really magic, but like say like local superstition kind of says that it is? Um, explain like charlatan magic. Oh, you mean like in a sleight of hand and stuff? Yeah, like a magician. Yeah, like a magician, or like like I was saying, like unguents and salves that like okay. this this. Local wizard brews up. Yeah. I'm blind. We'll rub this stuff at your eyes and you can see again. That kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. Isn't that, isn't that the, the, like the, the area of, uh, like alchemists and witches? Yeah. Mm hmm. I, I don't see any problem putting them in your campaign for fun. Yeah, I mean, no, no, not at all. That'd be cool. I mean, Julie was here. She'd come, probably come up with like a, a half a dozen while we were talking here. Um, or, or Liz would too. Yeah. yeah, Liz would too. I mean, she'd be like, "Hello, I'm Liz, and this is what I do." And I'm Mike, and I listen to her. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. That, I have no problem with the you know unguents and potions and salves and you know especially if they're healing. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like uh, I got like a snake oil salesman. That oh, you're talking thing. about, like, you know, stuff that doesn't really work. A charlatan. Stuff that doesn't really work. Yeah, like charlatan. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's fun to do yeah, that I'd, to PCs. That would be fun. That that would really keep the PCs on their toes, as far as that goes. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Or or Miracle Max. Miracle Max. Goodbye, boys. Have fun mostly, storming the castle. Mostly dead, yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, at least his stuff works. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, what other ways we can manipulate magic to our nefarious ends as DMs? Um, uh, there's there's always wild magic, and I know, like wild magic. That's fun. Yeah, especially if you have a chart. Hmm. Spellfire from Second Edition. Ooh, Spellfire. Hmm. I have uh, I have like the heroes 
It, it's some book from second edition full of all the Forgotten Realms heroes. And it has yeah. uh, oh, a spot. Oh, uh, uh, Hall of Heroes? I think. Uh, yeah. I'd have to go look and see what the title is. Yeah, Hall of Heroes. I'm pretty much... Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Anyway, that's how I treat magic in my worlds. What about you out there? Yes, why don't you write into us and tell us what you think? Or leave us a uh, voicemail. Podcast at gmail.com or... Hold on, it's, it's in my contacts. I'll get the number. We're... 570-290-7283. We're a crack outfit. I wrote down everything in the notes, bought the phone number. Leave me alone, right? Okay, okay. Well, gee, I, at least I can get the email right. Anyway. Uh... Yeah, that's true. Unlike Nick, who couldn't get the email right on Safer, on uh, RFI for like three weeks in a row. That's... <laughs> See, I've been sending them to RFI at, g- at rfistaff.gmail.com. Because <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, he's been... I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's also Ask a, Ask a DM. Yes, like Glenn and Crispy are awaiting your personal questions so they can answer. Actually, I've got I've, one. What? Go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, it's uh, I have... <laughs> Crispy, go. I, I have one really, really good rules question that I haven't been able to come up with a, like a, a significantly good answer to. So that's I haven't been... Uh, I know. Yeah. There's one, one for me, too, that I talked to Vince about, and it's like... Uh, God, I wish I, I I could talk to Liz right now because it's a Holmes question, and basically they're saying, well, if everything does a D six, uh, why doesn't why it use heavy? Good? That's the one I have. Why do you have heavy? Yeah, and it's like I looked all through Holmes. It says there is no reason not to. I figured it'd be like reach or something like that because you know a sword's longer or something. No, he doesn't even put that in there. So yeah, it's uh. I'm still I'm still trying to think of like a really good reason as to why you know people should use heavy weapons, but I, I, I just could to... tell them there is no reason other than you probably would like to want a house rule, some kind of reach rule, yeah, where like a stored. Well, is there know, a... is there a weight on the weapon? Mm, let me look. Yeah, go look. I'm not my Holmes right next to me, so yeah, I'm not familiar with Holmes at all, so I'm not the Holmes yeah. person. Neither am I. That's... Crispy's is as close as the homeless person we have today. Yeah. Yeah, they do... Uh, no, they don't have... They do not have uh, weights, because there's no encumbrance, really. And who cares what weapon you use? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is heavy weapons, and it it does list which weapons, attack once every two rounds. So there you go. everything else does. I was thinking, you know, you could probably do, maybe the heavier weapons does, they do 2d6. That way you're not attacking as often, but you are doing more damage. Yeah, but uh, now we're getting into house rule territory. Yeah. Um, so I'm figuring you probably just got a house rule. Some well, you, you use heavy weapons because it's going to look retarded if you're this fighter in this giant armor stagging, sticking someone with a dagger. Yeah. That's why I use a heavy weapon. So who cares? It's looks. Yeah, it's just the look of the thing. So. Yeah, it's an aesthetic thing. And that was another uh, answer that I had is like, you know, why don't rely too much on mechanics. It's think thematically or aesthetically. Yeah. Mm. Good answer. Good job, like Crispy. It. Good job. You get the cookie. You, uh, you, you earned your uh, your Electrum this week. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, no no prize for Crispy. Yes. Hey, you just took his no prize away. It's my Electrum. <laughs> How am I going to pay my bills? He said no no With my prize. fake D&D money. You're not going to get anything, apparently. Glenn took it away. Glenn, I thought hey, we were friends. Just take it. Just take it. So that's, any, more um, than, that's more than Nick gets. Go. <laughs> Wait, Wait, how many Electrum pieces did I get? Five. Sweet. That's like two and a half gold pieces. Well, well plus tax, so you get one. Oh, crap. That's I remember the days in AD&D where we would sit around and argue what equals what money. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. I've got this many copper. How many silver is that? Yeah. That, yeah. The... I, I like that they streamlined that in later editions, where it's ten of this equals one of the next highest up. I know, he, they put a formula in the DMG that I thought was totally incomprehensible. <laughs> it's like five is. copper pieces equals a silver piece, and then because ten things. silver pieces equals like a... Yeah. It was uh, like one long string, and I'm going, how do you follow this thing? Yeah. You have to do, like, geometric proofs. Yeah. No, I thought it was just ten copper equals one... Um, silver, and then five silver equals one gold, and five gold equals one platinum. But that's how it went. Yeah, but then what about Electrum? Who cares about Electrum? Next thing you know, we'll be thinking about steel. That's, no, 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 no steel. That's why I like paper money. (laughs) Um, okay, what's next, uh... We got some random encounters? Yeah, let's go into the random encounters. I think we beat this one down too much. We take what we want and leave the rest. Just like your salad bar. Nothing up must leave. Crystal! We'll come out no more. What? Huh? What'll come out no more? Random encounters. Random encounters. What do we have this week, Glenn? Elementals. Ooh. All or one at a time. <laughs> well, that's what it says. Yeah, it does say all or one at a time. I was wondering what you meant in that email. Um, like, talking about all the elementals? Are you fighting all of them? I didn't write that, so I don't know. Uh, I think it was just meant. Do you use certain ones in the campaign, or you just you know theme your adventure and put them all in at once? Not fighting them all at once, but. All I've ever bit, all I've ever dealt with was like the occasional water elemental in a dungeon or something. Yeah, water elemental I think is like the classic, like this guy that's just made out of a wave. How about the, the fire elemental? I've run into a lot. You did? Yeah. Anytime I, I think of the fire elemental, I think of this game from the '90s called Dragon Strike. I've heard of which that. was like yeah. There's a a guy called uh, the Spoony One on the internet. Does he Spoony did a hard? Yeah. Yes. He he also did mazes and monsters, and I f- totally forgot to plug him because I love Spoonie. He's great. Spoonie Barty, he's from the old Nothing Land uh, boards, which I used to be on a lot. Yeah, he wrote for uh, the Kenzer Company. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, he used to get in so much trouble on the boards. <laughs> See, small anyway. small internet. But, small uh, world, yeah. There's a fire elemental in the video, and it's just like a naked chick who's painted orange. Uh, nice. I'll but the water that. elemental is great. It's like this... I'll have what he's having. Uh, <laughs> water elemental? Yeah. And then uh, I don't okay. like the wind elemental is a cool idea, but I've never really got to pull it off. Yeah. I always wanted to use an earth elemental, though, you know, especially for like an outdoor wilderness thing. Yeah, I think that's the second most classic next to the, the water. 
the earth elemental? Yeah. Well, you you have middle like of, I, I think of a field all of a sudden. Yeah. The rocks. Yeah, I think together. after uh, I think after you know water elemental it goes earth wind and then fire. Oh, crispy! You're waiting to use that one, weren't you? <laughs> I I had it like five minutes ago. Yeah. Hey, you're a shining star. It's okay. <laughs> no matter who you are. Um, my favorite, when I think of Earth Elemental, I think of uh, Galaxy Quest. Yes. With that, yes, that rock, exactly. That rock monster. Hit its weak its vulnerability spot. It's a rock! It has no vulnerable spot. <laughs> yeah, I think of that or uh, like a guy made out of... Actually, really, it's just a water elemental made out of mud. <laughs> <laughs> It's like like I played a lot of RPGs in the nineties and everything's just a recolor of everything else. Yeah, it's true. Clayface. It's clayface. <laughs> yeah, clayface will also works. Yeah, but it's fun because you can throw these different elementals into the game and the players are trying to figure out how to hit them and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hit yeah. them in the nards. What nards? <laughs> Not like that, Glenn. Well, it's, it's an attack. It's an elemental. It has no nards. Send the kobolds after it. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Or kobolds, as Liz says. Yeah, I I always wondered. They they all say kobolds, and I was like, but it's it's bold. They're they're so bold. Yeah, well, I, I think of these like kobolds who just went through chemo. What are you guys saying? <laughs> anyway, bold, like you know, like brave and bold. Kobolds. Whereas, like, I've noticed that Liz says bald. Like, the cobalt eagle. Oh, bald. Okay. Yeah, bald as opposed to bold, but well, it's probably an accent thing. It, it's an it's 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 an, a rural accent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a you know tomato thing. tomato, potato potato, schedule schedule. Thing. You know. Let's call the whole thing off and talk about elementals. Like our uh, elementals actually aren't in homes. There's no. There's no. Yeah, they're not in there. Whoa. Which which kind of sucks? How about the uh, how about the three three little books, the brown books? I don't think so. I okay. yeah, I don't know either. I don't have those. Well, I'm up I could my, look actually, at. Actually, let me let me look at something real quick. Uh, I could look in the real encyclopedias. They're probably there, but I wanted to check something. Here. I think they're in there. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh yeah, I know, but I wanted to. I was pulling up my creature catalog and see if they had any different type of elementals. Or actually, what kind of elementals can we think of besides the four? Earth, wind, and fire, as Crispy said. <laughs> well, you could do like a... Uh, recently, Pathfinder made a new book. They have a magma elemental. Yeah. And I've yeah. seen like smoke elementals and stuff like uh -huh. that. Smoke. They're really just... Yeah, they're really just yeah. variations on the other elements. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, to be elementals, to make new elementals, is like doing, doing the... Uh, Golems, you know, you can mm -hmm. come up with an infinite number of golems. You could probably come up with an infinite number of elementals too, like a crystal type uh, elemental. Yeah, a diamond elemental. Diamond, yeah. Trash. Dude, I, I, I don't want to fight that. That that would suck. Why? Fighting a diamond elemental, you can't hurt it. Yeah. It's made of diamond. Well, you 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 put it. Uh, no, you can't actually. Can you? <laughs> no. I'm sure Trask could take care of it, right, Crispy? Probably. Yeah, he would oh, just punch sure. it to death. Well, you know, you get a jeweler there to split it. Anyway. Actually, what you'd have to do is get another diamond elemental to fight it. Yeah. You know, One under your control. The only, the only thing 
little cut diamond is diamond, so. That's true. Yeah, that would be an interesting fight. Have a fight, yeah, Pokemon style. Yeah, shut <laughs> up with the Pokemon. <laughs> Almost as bad as a Doctor Who with Liz. You know. Vince is just <laughs> waiting for Pokemon Black and White on the Nintendo DS to come out. There's another one coming out? There is. I have a friend in from Japan. Uh, she she lives over there now, and she has the uh, the newest ones from Japan. It, it's actually pretty cool. They they really stepped up their game for the newest I Pokemon. Thought, I saw Pokemon like died ten years ago. Oh no, Pokemon is still super super popular. Well, the cartoon ten years ago was like let's see, I'm, I'm 22 now. That would have been three years after it started. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well. Hey, I thought of an interesting elemental. I, here's something that would like fit in perfectly in Tegel Manor. You go into a library, a book elemental. <laughs> Have you guys heard the story of the, the wheat whole, elemental? The wheat, the no. wheat elemental? Uh, apparently, like, I think I was reading it on TV Tropes. There's this guy who tells the story about a group he was in. The DM loved making up these weird elementals. Uh-huh. And, uh... So one of them was like the, I think it was the bread elemental or something like that. Uh-huh. And they kept getting attacked by bread elementals. <laughs> so what they do is they planar travel to the elemental plane of wheat <laughs> and set it on fire. Bad. Why don't you just set up the elemental plane of locusts? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for uh, for the monsters and treasures from... Uh, that they used to put out before, like, I think, like, before BX, they used to have a, a series of books called Monsters and Treasures. And, uh, I, oh, I think yeah, it was way back when. Yeah, yeah, way back when. I have a PDF of it, and I'm looking for it, what? but I can't find it because I don't know the product ID. I remember the treasure tables from there. They were very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking to see if elementals are in there once I finally actually find well, the document. Would there, a, would there be a point to a bone elemental? Yeah, why not? I think a bone elemental would be cool. Yeah, like all these skeleton bones with skulls in his chest and all over the place. How about like a dirt things. elemental? Dirt? Well, that's just well, That would just be an earth elemental. Yeah. How about a poop elemental? That, I don't want to fight that. that well, that's an Odiuk. Oh, that's an so. Odiuk? Okay. <laughs> that's an Od- Okay, Odiuk. That's right, okay. Odiuk. Sounds, like sounds like you should be yodeling. Or you go, or you go, or you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's been, a, it's been a long holiday season, folks. <laughs> it has. Yeah. I, I wish I could find this document, but... That's right. Here it is, here it is. I found it, I, I think. Monster and Treasure Assortments uh, set 1 through 3, levels 1 through 9. Yeah. So, talk, you know, talk, talk amongst yourselves, because I don't think these are really... Uh, put in any kind of order. Okay, we'll wait. So, you like chili peppers, Vince? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's just pe- sidetrack the whole podcast. Yes, I like chili peppers very much. <laughs> yeah, and uh, chili, Yeah, chili peppers burn my gut. <laughs> oh, yeah. this, is, this is the Chili Peppers podcast. <laughs> all that's, chili peppers all the all time. All the time. That's yeah. an MST shout-out. Uh, yep. <laughs> it sure is. Well, she comes over here swinging her butt, what am I supposed to do? Anyway, um... Yeah, well, you know, folks, I would re- actually, we always say, what do you think? And, you know, we throw it out and, you know, send us an email and all that. So, but I really would be interested in finding out 
what other people came up with for elementals. So hells yeah, you out, you out there, can you like go to our website and put something on our on our forum in Dragonswood or something? Tell us about the kind of elementals you use, please. She's Glenn begging. <laughs> give us feedback, please. Give us feedback. Give us elementals. <laughs> we get good feedback for Saver Dice. Stop. I think really we do. have great feedback, but this one is really interesting to me. I can't help it. I'm sorry. All right. At the feedback that is at the forums at dragonsfoot.org. The subsection under Boy, classical D and D. Boy, wait till we get to wait till we ever we ever do golems. I'm going to be obnoxious. Give me some golems, please. <laughs> Just for that, we're never doing golems. Well, golem is is a Pokemon as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Crispy. <laughs> we still have to do Hordays. <laughs> I'm I'm not seeing elementals in this so far. So I'm thinking they were probably added in later. Mm. I I think they were probably added from the uh, the Elric books. Uh -huh. Elric of Melnibone. Elric? Elric. Elric. The albino uh, sorcerer with the vampiric yeah. sword. Yes. Yeah. Before Drizzt, there was Elric. Before Drizzt, yes. And, uh... I heard some people call him an Elric knockoff. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I can really see the draw from Elric. And I, I think Elric is better. He's... I used to be a huge Drizzt fan. And, uh... I don't know. Recently, like the last three books, I just couldn't. They're they're gonna kill everyone off, and I'm like, he's still, what? He's still he's still writing those. He's still yeah, writing. Right. It's oh, up yeah. to like twenty something, I think. I think Wizards of the Coast just released a new novel of Wyatt Network. Just recently. yeah. Uh, I have it at work. Like I've seen it. I've looked at it. The I think the only two people that are back are Bruner and Drist. So I'm like, I I I can't read this because. Eventually, it's just going to be Drist, and, like, I, I read the books for the side characters. Yeah. And I, I think it's really unfair that Wizards of the Coast is like, okay, well, we implemented the spell plague, so now you have to kill off everyone and set everything 100 years in the future. I, I, I think that's, I think it's a big diss to the fans, because Drist is, he's really kind of a Mary Sue. I mean, I love the books. I, he is. It's the supporting cast that makes the books. Well, what's the first book? Because so, I've never read any of the books. So. The first book is the Icewind Dale. Uh, okay. It's uh, yeah, Icewind Dale. So and it is, yeah, the Icewind Dale trilogy. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. Mm. Um, the Dark Elf trilogy is pretty good as well. That's like the prequel, but uh, it, it gets good so start, up until a certain point. So start with I think the Icewind Dale trilogy. Start with the Icewind Dale trilogy. Okay. Uh, really stop reading when you get up to Hunter's Blades, if you if you're gonna read, because that's really the part where it's it starts to become really formulaic. Huh. Yeah. But Elric, I mean, like Elric and Conan are just. I, I've been really into that kind of uh, that pulp fantasy stuff lately. Uh, you know, Farford and the Grey Mouse. I'm trying to touch base with all the. Uh, Appendix H. Recommended reading. Oh, I see. It's Appendix N, isn't it? Is it Appendix N? I don't yeah. Know. Huh. I thought it was H. No, I just somebody just mentioned that on a blog the other day. I read. I think it's. I think it's N. Okay. 
And you were reading the Conan comic books, weren't you? I'm reading the Dark Horse Conan comic books. They're really, really good. I thought uh, Dynamite Entertainment had Conan. Or is that Red Sonja they have? I think that's Red Sonja. They're oh, doing... Okay. There's a Red Sonja run going on right now. There's like three Red Sonja runs. Yeah. And they're making a movie. Again? Yeah, they're they're making a new movie. Uh, oh, that's right. They've that... released who's going to play her, but I don't remember who it is. It was Marilyn Manson's wife at one point. Well, f- former wife. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah. The the charmed gal. Yeah, yeah. She was married to Marilyn Manson. Yes. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, were they married? I, I know they like dated forever. I think they were married. But that's for another topic, another podcast, not <laughs> really revolving this. So. And now, the Marilyn Manson con- podcast. Yes, and you too can get your Gen Con tickets right here. Anyway, um, let's head into products of your imagination. Your dungeon master has placed you in a dreadfully precarious position. Where are the Cheetos? They're right next to you. Well, all you do is we play the characters we talked about earlier when we run around and stuff. I want to show you a trick Mother showed me when you weren't around. Use your lightning bolt. Victory is yours. I'm attacking the darkness. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons games. Products of your imagination. You're not there. You're getting drunk. So, products of your imagination. Crispy, what do we got this week? Jack Hunting. This week, we have... Do, do, do. Be Solo, Ghost of Lion Castle. I'll see you guys later. Glenn. <laughs> get back here. Sit down. Since Glenn hates it so much, we'll let him go first. I have no idea what it's about. It's a solo adventure. I didn't read it. Glenn! I'm telling you the truth. Why didn't you read it? Because I don't like solo adventures. You know what? I'm I'm deducting deducting Electrum from your pay now. Oh, God. Man, he's getting paid to do this? I got to pay for the donkey. Come on. No. And the cart to carry around all my weapons. So then you're you're abstaining from reading this week because you didn't read it. Yes, sir. Crispy. I tried, Lord, I tried. I know. This is pretty much just a really big choose your own adventure with kind of less of a plot. I, I, yeah. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It's just it's like baby's first D D. <laughs> really, I mean it's like there's like a two paragraph thing about like your introduction where you come to a tavern and like like oh lion castle. The old wizard, he's all insane and stuff. I, I will say, Merle M. Rasmussen <laughs> probably has the best last name ever. I'm sorry that I'm naming the podcast Babies First D&D because of that line. <laughs> I, keep see, I keep seeing that, well, if they, don't bite, if they don't bite on this plot hook, just dangle this little toy in front of them until they follow you out of the tavern. <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of really circular things where it's like, oh, if you do this, then go to this entry, and then the entry leads like that entry will lead into the ent- the other entry that uh, the previous one did. Yeah, basically, this is just like your big choose your venture book, and you get to use dice, and that's it. Yeah, that it's really not not that great. I I like the I like the layout of the castle. I thought that was really it's a cool. huge castle, though. It's a huge, huge castle, and it's all shaped like a lion. And then, like there's like a gigantic outer corridor, and then there's a three level, uh, like actual castle. Well, that's a plus at least. Yeah, yeah it's it, got a really big adventure, uh, adventure area. The sidebars you can like write notes in, it, so next time you play it, you don't have to make the same mistake. 
I thought that was really cool. Why would you want to play it again? Yeah, well, you know, like, I think everyone who ever read a Choose Your Own Adventure would just, you would read, and like, oh, if you if you jump away from the bully, go to page 74. If you stand your ground, go to page 3. Then you go to page 74, and it's like, oh, you back up into the bully's friends, and they grab hold of you. No, 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 I don't want that one. I'll, I'll confront, oh, uh, his friends grab you from behind. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, when I would read Choose Your Own Adventures, I would just go and... And just read all the outcomes. Like page so it was this one big long disjointed story. So you just read page oh. one to page like a hundred. Well, I would follow it along. I would, I would like, I would read it one way, but then like, you know, the first choice, I would read what happens if you do either one, and then I would read what happens if you do either one from there. So you've got like this, uh, this like. Uh, triangular tree of like like it's a math term I can't remember what it's called but it's a, it's a certain type of graph a yeah graph. not a math graph a math, gra- math graph math graph math graph is a kind of a, it's kind of a tongue twister yeah try to try to say that three times fast I just did well well, abstaining oh. from <laughs> abstaining from voting gives me kind of a devil's advocate position here do you think that this uh module could be used to run with a group, maybe retrofitted or converted or something? I don't think so. No? Mm. You'd have to really read it over and write down a lot of stuff to change this over. Okay, I thought it had, you know, at least had a cool map you could probably use. For it something. does have a cool map, and it does have your... It has your, uh, your pre-gens, and it also has... Uh, I assume it's stocked to a certain extent. It is, yeah. It has your wandering monster tables and stuff like that. I, I think if you if you look at like what's where and where you are on the map, you could probably. I don't think it would be that much work to make it into a uh, like a group adventure. Maybe. However, I would run st- like I wouldn't if I did that. I would just throw the module out. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. like I was reading and like I'm like okay, well if you uh, you hear a clicking noise behind you and the portcullis starts to fall. If you stay where you are. Go to this entry. If you if you go forward, go to this entry. If you retreat, go to this entry. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, like it gives me the option to just stand there and have a giant iron grate fall on me and kill you. Oh, no, one d four. That's it. You're 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 second to third <laughs> level. Mental note on the side page: Do not stand under grate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I better not stand under that grate again. Yeah, mildly inconvenience me. And I don't remember because I, I I read this a long time ago. But you roll for the monsters as well when you're attacking things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does. You uh, you roll the monster the monsters randomly sometimes, and it's mostly felines. Yeah, really. It's it's a lot of like big well, cats. It's a, it's a lion theme. Yeah. It's yeah. It's very. It's really themed. I remember there being some undead in there too, though. I think there is an undead or two. There's uh, some goblinoids. Yeah. A lot of different stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, and a lot of the saving throws I didn't really agree with. But then I'm looking at the saving throw tables, and I'm like, oh, that's because it's the easiest save out of the type to make. Yeah. So, basically, this is uh, you can't find a group, or you were going to play that day, and someone didn't show up, and everyone's just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going home. You guys, I'm going home. And uh, I, I said, go home. Yeah. 
and you're left there holding the <laughs> modules in your hand, and you pretty much just say, okay, I'm just going to sit home and play this module today because I'm bored. Yeah, but really, it's it's baby's first D&D. It's, it's like an introductory see, thing. I keep seeing Cartman trying to play it. <laughs> yeah. No, like Kitty, you can't roll my D20. Like, I, I've seen something... <laughs> I've seen something like this uh, module set up in another RPG book, which I think the three of us do own now, the Star Wars 1st Edition D6 game. Ah, yes. That's true. Yes. So that's there. But that's like, oh, well, if you've never played a role-playing game before, here's how you do it. Just choose the entry and roll the dice when it tells you. I didn't do that one either. (laughs) Well, maybe you should. Yeah, actually, I, and uh, I think that was done the, better because it, the it's got a lot more bit. plot. Yeah, it is. Done now I'm just I'm looking at the the module. I'm looking at the back of the module and see what kind of. Uh, well, I'd hope they put a price on this. Um, well, it's going right now for Amazon on Amazon at seventeen ninety five. Yeah, right, but I, I just, would. I just wanted to this. see what they what it was going for in the day. Oh, probably like, five six bucks. I was going to say if it's priced anything like a regular module, I would say uh uh-uh. uh. Well, back then, probably five, six, seven bucks. That's about what you pay for a regular module. Okay. Yeah. Well, going rate, right, I guess. Yeah, probably. But I wouldn't pay $18 for this. Oh, neither would I. And uh, the sad thing about it is they did two more like this. Yeah. X-Solo and X-Solo 2. And Which module. one is the one with the Minotaur? I think that's X-Solo 2. I own a physical copy of that. Ooh. Yeah, uh, we... Uh, we bought out one of the uh, all the modules that the comic shop had. <laughs> I got like seven or eight modules, a uh, uh, like book, a bunch of stuff for like twenty bucks. It was a pretty good deal. That's that's like how I started my Judges Guild collection. I bought out all the <laughs> stuff they had in the back. Um, <laughs> yeah, and if you count, they did more if you count the choose your own adventure stuff. Yeah, I have some of the old... I do still have some old D&D choose your own adventure. And they did some for other games like Marvel Super Heroes. Mm. Thunder over Jotunheim. Yeah, they did do that, yeah. Where you play Thor, yes. Um, Aha, Thor. Do you, get, do you get to make up your own superhero for uh, the Marvel Super Hero choose your own adventures? Um, the choose your own adventures? I don't know. I never played the choose yeah. your own adventures. Because yeah. if they're flexible enough... I, I would just go through these as, like, the Punisher. Like, 80s The Punisher. Yeah. And just kill uh, everything. Where's the option for shooting him in the head with my sniper rifle? What? <laughs> yeah. And he's in Asgard, too. <laughs> I'm taking out Loki right now. Boom! Yeah. Problem solved. There you go, Thor. <laughs> so, um, since we uh, got to rate it now, and Glenn can't rate it because Glenn didn't bother reading it, Tisk 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 tisk, Glenn. You didn't do your homework this week. I did. I had better things to do than read something I don't like. Go. Yeah. And so, Crispy, what do you want to give it? Out of five. Uh, I'm going to give this like a two. Like the pre-maids are. Like they've got like magic stuff. They're level one. Ah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like low-level characters having magic stuff. Yeah. Especially magic stuff that you just start with. And there's really no appeal of just making your own guy to start with because I think there are, like, two first-level characters that are pre-made in this. Everyone else is, like, third and second. Yeah. 
I'm gonna give I'm it gonna like go with two. You're gonna go two. I'm gonna go two and a half because at least it's uh, a fun little thing to do for the first time. Like yeah, you've never played it before, so I do like the uh, I like the sidebar that your magic journal. Yeah, is what they yeah. call it. I think that's retarded. But, <laughs> Sorry, it's it's it helps on you know. Well, actually, I, I guess having a having a, a spare sheet of paper would probably be better. I don't know. Replay value, I give it a zero point zero. Yeah, because it's. <laughs> A lot of the, the places you go to are just on the same page. It's not like a choose-your-own-adventure where it's like you're on page four and then you have to jump to page 60. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing. It's like, oh, you're C62. If you do this, go to the next entry, go to the entry after that. All of these are within three entries of this thing, and you can just peek over. Oh, well, I don't want to do that. That sounds bad. So. Yeah. At least the choose-your-own-adventures, they were smaller pages, so you, d- you didn't do that as much. Yeah. You have to flip through. Unless you're me. Well, you're, but you're still flipping through. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah, so pretty much it's going to be two. That works out to two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, if you happen to see one for free or you have one lining your birdcage, play it. <laughs> oh, oh it's, in, it's, in the, it's in the thinking room. The thinking room. Nice. Glenn. Yeah. And we haven't figured out if it's to read or to use. Uh, <laughs> I would give it a shot at least once. To if use? It, yeah. To oh. Glenn, yes, to, to oh, play. Oh, to, to, to game with. Okay. Game with. Yes, Glenn. Gotcha. Gotcha. At least once. Thinking. Just pick it up, read it through. If you're bored one Saturday afternoon or whatever, and you're waiting for, I don't know, your wife or your dog to poop or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> Just... uh <laughs> Read the module and just. And see I was how gonna, I was gonna do that last night, but I'm like, you know, I've seen stuff like this executed a lot better, and oh, you I already know how to play D and D. You were gonna sit down and actually play Baby's first D and D? Yeah, I was thinking about it, but then it's like it's almost insulting. Got to go from like, oh hey, you know, oh man, how do I make a saving throw? I better refer to R fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. All right, we're going to uh, head out this week, uh, grab our ripped shirt and our backpack, and head down the lonely highway of broken tears. And I come running out of Lion Castle saying, never again. <laughs> yes, every week Glenn seems to be running down the highway differently than the rest of us, so. <laughs> down the mountainside, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm running in slow motion, and then the castle blows up behind me. You know what? You're going to be running in Shatner slow motion. No, 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 no. No, yeah. no Steve. No, Steve. No, Steve Austin slow motion. We can rebuild him. Nah. I still think Shatner slow motion from, from TJ Hooker slow motion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, when he, like the ending credits when he's running with his gun. In color. Yeah, same color. His wig never moves. Uh... Like keep it real. Keep yeah. it real. Keep it real. Keep it original. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Save or die or whatever. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. If you have any comments, please email saveordiepodcast at gmail dot com or visit saveordie at saveordie dot info. Follow the cast on Facebook slash saveordiepodcast or follow them on Twitter at the evil DM.
www.d20radio.com.